This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, it is. It's a podcast and you love it. And we are now joined by Trent Smith from the University of Otago Department of Economics for this week's instalment of Business as Usual. Today, we're going to be going global as the US economy has shrunk for the second quarter in a row, sparking the question of whether a recession is underway in the States and imminent for the rest of the world. Kia ora, Trent. How's it going? Kia ora, Maria. I'm well, thanks. So I guess we should start with the question, is the United States in recession? Uh, yeah, so economists have kind of a technical definition of recession, right? It's a... Uh, uh, Two consecutive quarters of uh, of decrease in GDP, and of course there's measurement issues, so you don't always know whether that's happened. Right? The, the, it takes a while for the data to come in, and then the, and then even after it does, they they often correct it later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I don't know. It's 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 kind of a it's kind of a silly thing that that um, people debate so uh, enthusiastically whether we're in a recession based on this kind of arbitrary rule, right? So, um, yeah, there's a bit of a dip in the global economy, and it's related to inflation. And um, so, yeah, the answer, the answer to your question, of course, is I don't know. <laughs> That's the proper, proper answer an, an economist should give. Uh, President, President Joe Biden has referred to the low unemployment rate of 3.6% as reassurance that the economy remains sound and stable. Is this indeed a relevant indicator of the stability of the U.S. economy? And do you think it's reassuring? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, the um, so we're kind of in this weird place now where we've got inflation globally. Every, like every country, pretty much has has prices rising, um, and we could talk about the reason for that. But the the um, the typical response to this is for uh, reserve banks in in uh, in most Western countries um, react to inflation by tightening up the money supply, right? By raising interest rates, um, and what they're what they're often targeting when they do that is they're literally trying to cause people to become unemployed right that sort of they worry that if unemployment rates get too low right like mm-hmm. like you might argue they are in the US right now if that's what you thought was causing the inflation right then wages yeah so wages get driven up when unemployment is low um that's maybe good for workers but it's potentially because Wages are such a big part of the economy. And, of course, wages are a price, just like the, what you pay for food is a price. It's a price to somebody. And so when wages go up, it causes the costs of many businesses, you know, production to go up. So they, 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 um, they, they quote, have to uh, pass on the, the cost to their customers. And so we're actually in this weird place where it actually seems like the economy is doing reasonably well. Like, like low unemployment sounds like a great thing. Um, but on the other hand, you've got these reserve banks sort of banging the drum about inflation, and they're and so there, uh, many governments, including the U.S., uh, the New Zealand to some extent too, are um, sort of uh, they're they're sort of starting to aggressively raise interest rates, right? Mm-hmm. And they're and often their stated goal is we want to create unemployment, like they they literally want to create a recession in order to address unemployment, which. Seems paradoxical. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, it sounds it, it sounds outrageous when you say it that way, right? But I but I don't think the economists doing it would ar- would 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 argue with that premise that um, they they're worried that the that economies are overheating and they need to um, scale back on uh, you know aggregate demand. They would say uh, 
by by making the money supply tighter. Um, now, so I, I happen to uh, I, I happen not to like that strategy. I think there are much better ways to deal with inflations, and and, uh, and in particular, the current inflation uh, has some. Uh, well, it has many causes, of course, but uh, you know, it, a big part of it is the global supply chains that got that got whacked by the pandemic, and they're still getting whacked by the pandemic with with uh, China still being closed. Um, but there's also this interesting phenomenon where this was sort of this is something economists learned back in 1999 when Europe in, in, introduced the euro. So all the countries that joined the euro back then, um, they were like switching their currency, right? So Germany switched from Deutschmarks to euro on a single day, mm. and and every country in Europe did it on the same day. And what happened and what shocked economists that, that nobody had predicted was that it caused a massive inflation. Yeah. Like every business in every country and every Euro country saw this as an opportunity to raise their prices. Oh. Right? Yeah. And so it actually sort of generated a new price theory among economists that, um, that, that whereby now we sort of acknowledge the fact that um, sellers often have a relationship with their buyer and they're reluctant to raise prices because, well, you know, their buyers might hold it against them or they might um, notice and then shop around for uh, with the competitors. Um, and so when there's an opportunity like that, right, the currency changes, mm-hmm. um, there's this tendency like it's like a valve gets released and everybody raises their prices. And that's part of what's happening today with inflation, right? Because Every seller in the world can say, oh, supply chains, my costs have gone up. I have to raise my prices. And to the extent that that's true, that we've got prices sort of above the competitive level just because of this opportunism, it suggests that you, you actually don't need to cause a recession. We could just wait and, and let prices come back down on their own. Right. So what are some of the other ways of tackling inflation that aren't causing a recession, as you put um, it? Personally, uh, I'd like to see. Uh, well, I like to see New Zealand uh, uh, or, or uh, every country in the world really move more towards fiscal tools. So you could, uh, instead of um, you know tweaking the money supply by tweaking the interest rate, um, you could develop tools which allowed you to um, to more um, more finely adjust uh, taxing and spending in a way that could help more directly deal with inflation. Is this things like progressive taxing and the UBI or other sort of... Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, so the, um, the that's exactly what I mean. So, I mean, if you think about, <clears throat> like, no government ever talks about raising taxes during a recession, mm-hmm. right? But honestly, if you raise taxes only on those who still have their jobs, right, or only on those who aren't being hurt much by the, you know, the wealthy who aren't hurt much by the recession. Living That's exactly who should be paying to lift up the people who are suffering the most during a recession. Um, now, in the U.S., um, this gets talked about sometimes. And, uh, you know, should we use fiscal tools more? In the U.S., the, the, the fallback reason why they don't do such a thing is that it's politically infeasible, right? The American political system could never, right, let this ha- never make this happen. Um, that's not so true in New Zealand, right? Our form of government is very different. Like we have, because of the way our um, the the um, the governing party in New Zealand has so much power, they don't have the checks and balances and and um, you know two party system in America like America does, holding them back. Um, it, like our system is sort of the ideal system to to kind of try this. Mm. So the the our government just recently. 
Right, so they just issued this cost of living payment, which has been kind of controversial because it was sort of sloppily targeted in a few cases. Um, but that's exactly the kind of thing they should be doing. And the fact that it was sloppily targeted means they should probably, you know, if they're going to be forward thinking, they should set up a system that can do it more cleanly. That was a f***ing Radio 1 podcast, mate. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.